Welcome to the Athlete's Record, where athletes share an honest and inspirational account of their sporting life, the things that matter most to them, and what they learned along the way. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Go Loud, the home of great audio. Turn up the volume on free local radio and all your favorite entertainment, sports, and news with the latest local and international podcast. Download the Go Loud app today from your app store. In episode three, we meet Darren Sammy. Two-time T20 World Cup winning captain with the West Indies, Darren was the first ever cricketer from the island of St. Lucia to break into the West Indies team. The all-rounder went on to represent the West Indies in all formats over the next decade, becoming one of the most celebrated cricketers of his generation. Here, he tells us how it could have all been so different had he followed his mother's wish for him to become a pastor. Growing up, you know, in an era where West Indies dominated uh, the world, you know, the Sir Vivian Richards, even though I don't have good recollection of him actually playing that much, but, you know, the Ambrose and the Richardson and Greenwich and Hames, um, and, you know, St. Lucia... You know, we supported the West Indies. And I remember, you know, just going up on the banana plantations with my with my father. And I have to be holding the small transistor radio because, you know, um, the late uh, Tony Kozia is commentating, uh, you know, and you that voice, you know, and you could actually feel and, and, and that you are actually present in the games. And I just, I just saw how what cricket meant to my dad. And that's how, you know, my first love started with... with. I'll tell you a true story, you know. Um, growing up, my mom wanted me to be a pastor. Well, I, growing up in the church, there was this pastor called Pastor St. Rose. And I used to admire when he used to preach at church. You know, the energy, you know, the way he preached, you know, the message, the sermon, everything was just... Good and the same way that Lara and, and Ambrose and all these guys motivated me to be a cricketer, he inspired me and I wanted to be like a, a, a pastor. Uh, but I guess God had different plans for me in that line of profession, you know. But um, yeah, um, growing up in the Adventist church, I was next. I was in line as one of the top up- upcoming preachers on Ireland. Like like on Saturdays, like during the COVID period once my once mom is home i would say you know what since you're not going to church today i'll preach a sermon for you you know and i and i still do you know up to just recently i was talking to a friend and, and i'm just going on and, and, and i'm pretending like i'm preaching so it's a good thing that the doctrines instilled in me as a child um has made me who i am and the man that i am today and it's it's something you know that I'm really happy that I had that journey through life, you know, that kept me grounded and kept me in the fear of God, you know, and um, I'm being who I am today. It's not only until after when you get older and you realize, wow, things must have been really tough, but it was normal for us. We make do with, with what we had and the way my parents um, raised us in the, in the Christian home, you know, we're God-fearing people trying to raise us right, but 
I would be coming from school, picking up um, the, the stones on the road, and I would be running in and bowling it on the stumps on the road, hoping like a vehicle is not coming around the corner. You know, all stuff like that. Uh, we, my brothers, because um, I have two, two brothers, you know, if there's a mango tree, a, a mango tree and there's a mango way on top, we would use it as, you know, gain a run out. Who could use a stone and pick that mango way at the top? So everything growing up was cricket oriented for, 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 for me, you know, and um, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that my idols, Cutley Ambrose and Brian Laron, those guys were performing so well that kept me driven and motivated to, to aspire to become a West Indian cricketer. Oh, goodness. That is further than the previous one. Takes Darren Sammy to 48. And he's got the easy equal it. 50 for Darren Sammy. And it's taken just 20 deliveries. If you have your, your values and your beliefs right, and if you play in the sport and enjoying it for the right reasons, you know, um, to me growing up, the reason why I saw cricket as a way out for me in life, you know, like I said, the older you got, the more you understood how difficult life was back then for your parents. And now you, you get to an age where you could understand, you know, okay, I don't want to be this, but if I work really hard, I could be that. And cricket was, was the way out for me. I never forgot when I saw uh, on TV, Junior Murray, I think back in 1994-95, becoming the first Grenadian to represent uh, the West Indies. And there was this big parade and... You know, he got land, he got car, he got free gas for two years. He got all those things. And I can remember the under-15 cricketers that we were saying, wow, imagine the first solution to make it on the West Indies team. Mate, he'll be set for life. He doesn't have to work. And that alone was like, oh, okay, that's going to be my motivation. I'm going to be able to make a difference in my life, my family, and be financially stable, you know. Um, never once did I thought like, you know, all these accolades would come through cricket. But at that time, I became very determined and focused. And with that in mind, I always told people once, once I stop enjoying the game, once I wake up in the morning and I feel like, oh, I don't want to go to cricket. I know it's time for me to stop. You know, and um, God has blessed me tremendously. The, the breaking through for St. Lucia, then you saw Johnson Charles came through, Gary Marfre. Look, we have an under 19. The last two West Indies under 19 captains have come from St. Lucia. You know, so if I could inspire the next generation, not only in St. Lucia, but the wilder Caribbean, to the mere fact that whatever they want to achieve in life, it doesn't matter where you come from, who you are, if you be prepared to work hard and dedicate time to your craft, you could become successful at it. And that has kept me humble. You know, plus I have people around me that, you know, are honest. 
with me. No matter who I am, they, they're not my friends because I'm Darren Zami. You know, they're my friends because, you know, we share the same values. And if I'm faltering, my mom, who I'm very thankful of, the way she's raised me, would let me know, son, no, I, I don't agree with that. My wife would tell me the same. You know, and um, my kids are always honest with me when I when I'm doing something that they don't like. So, plus I I take big pride on on my image. You know, um, my mom also says it's better to have a, a, a good name than because that's all we're born with. Our name, that's one of the first things they give us when we're born. So, if you continue having a good name, it's sometimes way better than, than riches, you know, so I've, I've kept that, that mentality. You got to be conscious of the fact that, yeah, we all come from different islands, you know, um, and you as a leader must be unbiased in your decision making, you know, um, and try to be fair in the same time, you know, learn your teammates and I tell people probably because I played with them a few years before uh, leading them out but it took me a good eight months to a year to really understand what makes you know some of these guys stick you know situations or how they react who wants this part this situation in the match at that present time who wants the action, you know, um, uh, in the last over, who wants to be a star, who wants to be complimented for everything, you know, different, you know, vibes from different guys. And as a leader, you have to be able to, to understand that, that you can't treat everybody the same. And um, the funny thing now is like all my... All my peers, you know, I had to to earn the respect of of my teammates. To I was having a conversation with Nikita Miller oh, two days ago. We were having a drink by the bar, and he was like telling me, you know, he's he's quite you know proud of what I've done because he sat back and he looked at. The conditions under which I was I was working, you know, and the time that I became captain to go through all what I went through and still, you know, rise on top of it, you know. And he said to me, "Look at it. Even to a day like today, all your all your peers, when they see you, they call you Skip or Captain. You know, it took it took a long time for them to actually start calling me like this. You know, before it was you Sammy or Darren, but now the Captain Sammy, skipper, you know, and it, it shows the level of, 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 of respect I gained. It, it, came, it came the hard way, you know, but it's, it's a journey, part of my journey that, you know, I really, it made me stronger. It made me a better and stronger individual. Darren Sammy's popularity on the world stage grew through his involvement in T20 franchise cricket in India, Pakistan, and closer to home as one of the first franchise players in the Caribbean Premier League. In 2016, the Bossajou Cricket Ground in St. Lucia was renamed the Darren Sammy Cricket Ground, 
and played host to the St. Lucia Zouk CPL matches with Darren as captain. And that's the beauty of CPL. They say it's the biggest party in sport. You know, you you bring overseas players that you think, you know, will have an impact on the game and also the locals. But you also provide an opportunity to to experience different cultures in the different islands in the Caribbean. And St. Lucia, uh, Zooks at that time, now St. Lucia Kings have always been a franchise where, you know, we have fun. You know, when you have guys like Andre Fletcher, uh, we had Johnson Charles back then, you know, um, all these guys in the franchise, you know, it, it makes it really, really fun, you know. And I remember just because I had that, I showed Kevin, in fact, I showed his son that video of his dad back in St. Lucia when he played for the St. Lucia Zooks, you know, how how good it was and he, he he said that this was one of the best times he's had playing franchise cricket you know and um it's because of of the culture and to see kp you know having fun you know with the st lucian crowd at the cpl we went on a couple catamarans head down to the west coast city island you know um and CPL also brings that, that marketing aspect uh, for our tourism industry where you showcase, you know, the island to the world. So, look, CPL is here to stay. You know, it's, it, it, it could bring so much and give so much uh, to the Caribbean people and the Caribbean countries, not only as unearthing talent in T20s, but, you know, showing our different cultures, showing our different islands uh, to the world. And, you know, it's, it just looks like a really good product that the world needs to see. Uh, it says that whatever you're doing, you know, the people appreciate you, you know, because, like I said, sometimes it's just better to have a good name. Be a, be a good human being or in general, you know, where people appreciate whatever you've 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 contributed or, or given to the game you know um and you're right you know we've had you know really good experiences you know with fans across the world i think to be fair like for instance india supports india and probably the second favorite team is the west indies you know and i think it's because of what the greats did Saviv and and and, and clive lloyd and all these guys started that that love affair with the fans back then that to our 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 cricketers now still enjoying that. So to to travel to India, to travel to Pakistan, you know, and and feel that you are like I'm in, in, in St. Lucia in my in my own backyard, you know, at the Darren Sami Cricket Ground playing. You know, um it's something special, you know, and yeah, these are the moments as sportsmen that you you cherish for the rest of your life to just know a whole entire stadium and you're not playing in St. Lucia, you're not playing in Jamaica, but you're far away from home and they're chanting your name like, wow, this is the son of the soil, you know. So I've experienced that both home and, and away and it, it's, it's, it's just an amazing, amazing feeling. Sammy down the ground, four runs. Raise your bat, Darren Sammy. 
And I reflect and I, you know, um, probably speaking to, to my kids or, or, my, or my parents. And, you know, we, we look back and we reflect on life, you know, to see where we, where we came from, you know, to, to where we are now. Obviously, it's been God's blessings. But, you know, it, it's something that, you know, when... When I see my mom looking at me and see how proud she is, you know, there's nothing that's, that's priceless, you know, to see, you know, my kids watching me and knowing that, you know what, my dad did something, my dad did contribute, uh, not only to this country, but to the world, he did something special, you know, you know, these, these things give you that, that heartwarming kind of feeling, you know, and you sit back and, you could rock your chair and say, you know what? Yeah, you've, you're not so bad, you know? So, yeah, it's, it's, it, it was a, it's been a great journey. Uh, and one that, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed and, and, and cherish. And these moments, you know, you, you st it stays with you, you know, for, for a long time. You know, honestly, I, I keep telling people, like, you know, I'm so at peace. I honestly don't miss cricket. You might find that shocking, but I honestly don't miss cricket. Maybe because of the stuff I've been doing right away, I've, I've transitioned uh, straight into coaching. You know, I'm coaching the Peshawar Zalmi team. I'm, I'm a, a consultant slash, you know, assistant coach here in, 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 in St. Lucia Kings. Um, you know, Sky Sports. Is asking for me to do commentary. I just did a good stint in the hundred. You know, I'm I'm getting work elsewhere. Plus, you know, I take on this new sport now, which which is golf. You know, I I enjoy golfing. Like I'm like, wow, why did I not play golf earlier? But now I understand that, you know, it was just everything happens in timing. Now that I'm not hitting cricket balls now, I'm so obsessed with hitting a golf ball. So. You know, it's a new challenge for me to now, because I could foresee like Darren Sammy having a, a Darren Invitational in St. Lucia, help promote the country, you know, bringing people, you know, bringing tourists to the shores by, at my Darren Sammy Invitational. You know, so I guess I have new dreams now and I feel like a kid trying to achieve those dreams and it, 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 it gets me motivated but I absolutely don't miss cricket like I said the day I, I woke up and felt like I'd rather stay in bed than go out and train I knew that day that day was over so now it's about you know impacting the knowledge the knowledge that I've acquired all these years 
you know, in leadership, in game awareness, in situations, you know, pass it on to the next generation. Help a team, you know, build to become a championship team. You know, these are the things now that inspire my mind. These are the things now that I wake up for and say, okay, what's what's next? You know, how could I make my team better that I'm, I'm, I'm consulting for? And um, yeah, I'm, I'm quite ready for the, for the next challenge. That's a good strike. That's Darren Sammy right back at us. You can put your feelers anywhere. You've got to put them in the stands when he's in the mood. Once you could imagine something and you truly believe in it, you could achieve it. And that's been my mantra from, from as far back as I could remember. That's what drove me to, to being here. Never doubt myself. You know, um, I tell the kids, whether it doesn't have to be cricket, whether it be education, you know, um, whether it be through sports, whatever you want to do in life, you know, you just have to be prepared. Because I think when preparation meets opportunity, you give yourself a best chance of being successful. So do that. Be prepared. Sometimes you get one opportunity in life to be great for the rest of your life. You know, so you got to be ready to accept that, that moment, you know, and um, if while talking to them, you know, because the easiest way to learn is by example, to me, you know, we found it difficult to, to break through and having a, the first solution because we never had one. We didn't have a platform or guideline as to how to do it, but now they do. You know, um, we've had two Nobel um, laureates, one in economics, one in, in literature, you know, so we could do things, you know, um, and we just have to believe that. But I also believe um, the people who are in leadership positions, whether it be government, whether it be institutions, we also have a duty to create those opportunities for the next generation, you know, so it's something I'm very vocal on. So with my with my foundation, I just try to create that opportunity that was created for me when I was that youngster looking for guidance. So um, so yeah, it's always challenging to run a charity because you need funds, you need sponsorship, you need all of these things. But you know, I I try to do to do my best, you know, and. Look, when I see parents send me text messages or voice notes with tears, you know, thanking me like, you know, without you, my daughter couldn't go through um, secondary school and, and get those grades. Now she has an opportunity, you know, to be better. Man, this is, this is heartwarming. This is why we have these, these things. So, so, yeah, again, I must give thanks to, to, to the Almighty for... You know, what is given me, but also giving me a platform where I could, you know, inspire and, 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 and contribute or give back to, to my people that have supported me so, so, so much.
You know, my mom had me when she was probably turning 16. You know, my dad and I, we're very close, but she knows I'm Clara's boy. You know, it's not that I'm not, I'm not Joannes or Wilson's son. <laughs> you know, you know, I'm Clara's boy. <laughs> you know, but no, growing up, my mom was a disciplinarian. You know, probably if I go up beating three or four times from my dad, I did, but you know, you know how... In life, dads, have, dads, when you want to play and have fun, you go to your dad. You know, when you're sick and when you need guidance or when you need, when your mom's going to discipline you, you know. <laughs> so, but no, my mom has always been a, a, a source of strength, you know. And growing up watching her, like, you know, work really hard with my dad as well, you know, um, I wanted to, to do something, be something for them because they, oh man, they were so hard. And like I said, I only got to know how hard things was when I really saw and understood later in life. Wow. This was what we were doing. This was what we were eating. This was how I was going to school, you know. But for me, it was normal, like I said earlier. But... That's why it's so important now to... I was fortunate to, to be raised by both parents. You know, in that house, I had my father, the father figure, like, who was there for guidance, and, like, I was more or less, like, intimidated. Sometimes my father, you know, my father would just watch you, and you know, boy, you got to put, your, put yourself straight. You know, whereas... You know, you'd be a little bit more, you know, not intimidated, if you understand, by your mom. <laughs> but then she would quickly give you a beating faster than your, than your dad. So, you know, but no, we were raised by two excellent families. You know, I, I keep saying, Clara's boy, I wonder how my pops feels about that. <laughs> But he knows now. Me and me and my pops, we we good. We quite close, you know. And um, no, they've done well. I'm proud of them. My dad was my first hero, you know. Um, so I'm I'm really proud of of what we are as a family now. But I'm still gonna stay Clara's boy. <laughs> uh. This podcast was brought to you in partnership with Go Loud, the home of great audio. Turn up the volume on free local radio and all your favorite entertainment, sports, and news with the latest local and international podcasts. Download the Go Loud app today from your app store. The Athlete's Record is produced by Record Media. Subscribe now for further episodes in our series. <laughs>